Surprise! Sinterklaas, you've been a naughty girl. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates the time between the holidays and New Year. <laughs> oh, God. Such a lovely, can-be-charged time, for sure. For sure. I hope everyone is well, and I hope you're getting the rest that you deserve, Griff. It's not 1226 today as we're recording, so if you had to project forward to your future self, 1226, what are you doing? 1226, I think I will be in Marina Del Rey. I will be cat-sitting on my friend's houseboat like I did last year. While they mm. go home, she's from where I'm from, so she'll be home, I'll be here. And I will be soaking in the hot tub in the luxury complex that's adjacent to their boat. Watching everyone who's traveling freak out um, because of the delays and the snowstorms. And <laughs> I'll be sipping, I'll be sipping a, a watermelon juice, hitting my my joint, and yeah, I'll be probably <laughs> reading in, in the hot tub. I don't know. I don't that's just that's hypothetically. What do you what what about hey. you? I love that projection of your future self. Um, That's actually I will happen. be at the um, Brooklyn um, Botanical Gardens at seeing the train show. Whoa, that sounds beautiful. Should be fun. What's this train show? It's just like a, lots of little toy trains going around. I've never been. I believe so. I'm very excited. I'm going with Alex's family. Oh, my gosh. That sounds lovely. That sounds like a scene from Home Alone. Truly. Truly, Kira, before we continue into our last crime of this year and season, yeah, yeah. What I think we talked about this last year, maybe, but for our new listeners, what is a, your favorite family tradition that the O'Sullivans have around this time of year? It can be Christmas, it can be in the in between New Year's, whatever. Hmm, my favorite tra- tradition, which <laughs> happened last night, I think I shared last year, I wasn't. Wasn't there for it last night, but it's um, Sinterklaas, the Dutch mm. Saint Nicholas, who comes and brings, um, like it drops off a sack outside the door, and it's full of clementines and chocolate coins and riddles to find hidden little toys throughout the house, and people put out their clogs, and it's all very Dutch, and it's all very, yeah, people put out their Crocs. <laughs> um yeah and i love it it's quirky and it's i love 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 sinterklaas griff what's your favorite little holiday tradition i think i would love sinterklaas he sounds magical is he single i believe he is oh but i will i do no have Mrs. to share sinterklaas. i mean he has a little bit of baggage i will share for many years sinterklaas because <laughs> he comes baggage. on a boat for he comes on a boat from Spain, and for a while, he had this figure with him called Svata Pete, who was um, a small black slave boy. <gasps> yes. <laughs> who yep. is no longer part of the narrative, but um, yes. uh, probably worth noting when you're considering whether or not you want to date him. Okay, so maybe I don't want to fill that void that has been purposefully <laughs> vacant. <laughs> okay. Let's not, yeah, let's not bring it back. I'm, I am a black boy. Um, no, that I do now know Sinterklaaser. I remember that narrative. Mm. Um, tradition wise, I talked about this last year as well. And actually my parents with my sister's kids are doing something a little different this year, but we've always had a tree on our property that we've designated as the animal tree. And so every, oh. 
I guess Christmas Eve or like the 23rd, um, we, you know, go into the living room and we make edible ornaments that are safe for animals to eat. Um, so like apples with peanut butter and popcorn, um, pine cones that have peanut butter on them. And we go down to this tree and we decorate it for the animals so that they can have some gifts while we're having gifts cozy in our house. Um, but apparently this year, um, where I'm from is doing that to like the next level. They're doing it in kind of a, a park. And so they're having all of the like town's kids gather on a night and decorate kind of on a, on a larger scale. And then they're going to decorate a bunch of trees in the park for all of the animals. So I think my parents are taking the kids to that. Um, that's my absolute favorite tradition. I love it because I, I do love animals. It's, it's perfect. It's magical. My parents used yeah. to pay our neighbor to like ring sleigh bells across the street so that we thought Santa was <laughs> flying overhead while we were doing it. Ugh. Reindeer, reindeer dust we put out so that they could land properly, like sparkly <laughs> glitter and, and oats. Oh, so many great traditions, but that night is definitely my favorite. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, but again, this year I'll be I'll be in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't that sound wonderful too? It does sound wonderful. It's a little warmer. <laughs> All right, without further ado, Kira, we not only asked our petty criminals for Christmas and holiday-themed criminal or minimals, which they came, they delivered. We also got a handful of Christmas slash holiday themed crimes. And I have one plated and ready for you to tackle. Let's eat. All right. This crime was submitted by someone that we went to college with. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to call this person Audrey. Okay. We didn't, I don't know an Audrey, so there's a pseudonym afoot. (laughs) Perfect. Um... Audrey is a specific choice of name, and as we continue throughout the crime, maybe you'll figure out what movie gave me inspiration for the names. This crime occurred from 2014, which is when we graduated, so ironic, uh, to present day. If this crime's about me, I'm walking. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Sinterklaas, you've been a Nazi girl. (laughs) Those involved, Audrey and her family, of course. Hey. Yeah, and 2014 to present, obviously, traditions, we just talked about it, so we're going into that now. <clears throat> Hi, Griffin, Kira. Season's greetings. I have been debating whether or not to send in this crime, and after you called for holiday-themed stories, I figured now was as good a time as any. The following is about a crime that has been going on yearly since 2014, that has slowly instigated more crimes. Please enjoy, and I look forward to your judgments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Growing up, Christmas Eve was magical. Every year was spent at my grandparents' house. My grandfather would wear his Grinch tie and got a gift card to his favorite store, Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that store? Um, it, Cabela's is sporting goods, right? Yeah, my dad gets a like one of their catalogs every time they send it out. It must be like every quarter or something, but <laughs> I laughed at that. My sister, cousin, and I would wear matching dresses. We would take the annual family Christmas photo in front of the fireplace where every year my auntie Margot would have a new boyfriend who managed to make his way into the photo. (laughs) Good. I can remember the cards from my great aunt Frances, in parentheses, may she rest in peace, that smelled of cigarettes but always had a reliable $25 that I would use to buy books at Barnes & Noble. Aw. Aw, yeah, books are so cute. 
my cousins and I would go on the desktop computer upstairs and track Santa on NORAD to make uh-huh. sure we left in time to make sure we left in time to be snug in our beds before he made it to our houses. I don't know what that is. Can you explain? Is that like a GPS Santa tracker? It's very much of the aughts. And it was a website where you could track where Santa was around the world. Oh, my God. I missed that. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was a while till we got a quick Internet. My dad would carry me upstairs after falling asleep on the car ride home, and the trunk was packed full of presents. As I got older, gifts got harder to get, and everyone wanted things that were more expensive. Once you turn 25, though, Aunt Frances stopped giving you $25. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Okay, okay, hold that thought. Eventually, the family decided it was time to change traditions and do a Yankee swap instead. This is sometimes known as a white elephant. You're probably you're familiar with this game, right, Kira? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Okay. For the for our petty criminals that aren't, our protagonist has done the work for us. I'm not sure how common this game is, but if you don't know how it works, I will do my best to explain. For a Yankee swap, everyone brings a gift to a party. Generally, there is a price minimum slash maximum on how much to spend on the gift. Everyone picks a number and that determines the order of present opening. The person who chooses number one goes first picks and opens a gift while everyone watches them. Then, the person who chooses number two has their turn. However, this second person can determine if they want to steal the gift from person number one or open a new gift. Mm -hmm. If they steal the gift from person number one, who went first, the person who went first then picks another gift and opens it. Next, the Mm -hmm. person who chose number three has a turn. They determine if they want to steal or choose a new one, and this continues over and over again. This continues on until all the gifts are open. However, a gift can only be stolen three times, and you can't steal a gift back in the same round that someone steals it from you, which might be just like a special rule her family has. Once everyone goes, this person who went first gets the final chance to steal slash trade a gift, and then the game is over. So, hopefully that makes sense to everyone. Kira, what are your thoughts in general on Yankee swaps and white elephants? (laughs) My family does it on Christmas Eve. I love it. The three swaps is so that the game doesn't continue in perpetuity. I get it. I love it. I got it. No further questions, Your Honor. Okay, perfect. Um, And is your family Yankee swap? What do you call it? Yankee swap or white elephant? Mm, I think my Grammy says Yankee swap and maybe some other people say, yeah, I think Yankee swap. Okay, perfect. And it's pretty cordial in the O'Sullivan house? Yes. Oh, okay. cool. I remember last year I brought... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no like really limit, but people just kind of bring whatever. Yeah. And I had um like there was a short period of time where I was getting sent like a lot of garbage from companies because I was on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the sponsorships, everyone. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and and I and I love free stuff and I'd love some free yeah. shit. But yeah, yeah. um, you know, I've some, been the beneficiary of, it... of that too. You've given me a lot of skincare products and like um some sex toys for sure. Yeah. <laughs> let the record show he lies um and i at some point got like a branded um polaroid camera from like white claw or something okay and i was like i remember that package is huge (laughs) yes yes it was a literal whatever anyway i'm not gonna talk talk shit because it was cool but um i was like i'm gonna put this polaroid camera in the yankee swap but like my i didn't realize my niece and nephew their eyes went wide it was like (gasps) oh And it, I, it totally like, it was upheaval. Um, so there is a delicate balance to respecting the minimum, staying within 
the confines. There's something to it. Okay, work. Okay, perfect. Glad I asked. Audrey continues. <laughs> the issue with doing this game is that the 15 people in the family all have different interests and financial situations. Mm-hmm. The other issue is that my family is materialistic, stubborn, and cheap. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although the cheap thing I question. Despite this, my family took this game very, quote, seriously. Here are our family rules. Rule number one. <laughs> the price of the gift for a Yankee swap should be around $75. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, okay. Quick thoughts on that? This sounds so competitive and fun. And now I'm like, oh, so these are real gifts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, for those who have never... chaos. For those who have never played before, I, and you know, I guess depending on your family traditions and your family's abilities, I feel like the Yankee Swap White Elephants that I know are usually kind of like fun gag gifts that are no more than like, from from what I've experienced, like $30? 100%. Yeah, so double, so the listeners double that, 75 almost. And also some people ignore a maximum. So 75 bucks means somebody's spending over $100 on a gift. Ooh, good point, good point. Um, and we do have a criminal minimal about the reverse of that, where someone is just like super underballing it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Rule number two, when you arrive to the house with your gift, you were to enter through the garage and put it in the provided black industrial garbage bag so that no one knew the gift that you brought from the wrapping. And those are the only two <laughs> okay. rules. So those make sense. So $75 like minimum or like, you know, budget and, you know, sneak into the garage, put it in the trash bag so that it's anonymous. Obsessed. The first year we did the Yankee swap, it was quite suspicious. My uncle Clark and his wife Ellen somehow picked the gift with bed sheets. Oh, call back to, to the sheets <laughs> we've been on. Somehow picked the gift with the bed sheets that just happened to match the colors of their bedroom and the size of their bed. <laughs> <laughs> the next year, someone got a popcorn maker with kernels that looked exactly like a gift that my aunt's stepdaughter, Ruby, had complained about getting a month ago. <laughs> so she My, gave a re-gift. <laughs> maybe. I think that's I think that's kind of the spirit of a Yankee swap, but I can't I can't Ooh. tell with this family. Exactly. And like your opinion on that spirit, I agree, right? Because it's supposed to be fun and like, you know, low cost, but at the $75 price point, that's interesting. And then not everyone will love, you know, the idea of a re-gift, which we've mm-hmm. which we've come to learn from the show. My uncle Clark and Ellen also ended up with the bread maker that they had wanted for the last year, coincidentally. <laughs> okay. My aunt's husband, Eddie, also somehow ended up getting his favorite bottle of wine, in parentheses, a $150 bottle of Camus for the second year in a row. So good point, Kira, because the budget was 75 and we got a $150 bottle of wine. On the way home from that Christmas, my parents, sister, and I were chatting and started to rile each other up. It was not a coincidence that Uncle Clark and Ellen ended up with something they just happened to have the perfect place in their house for. It was not a coincidence that Eddie ended up with his favorite bottle of expensive wine that was twice the budget of the game. Mm-hmm. I was also annoyed and frustrated because we would put a lot of thought into the gifts we bought and were excited to see what we would get. However, no one else seemed to care. <laughs> <laughs> they were just buying and picking things that they wanted or regifting something they didn't want. Aha. Uh-huh. Like okay, okay, okay. Like a Polaroid camera, for instance. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> so the next year, my mom and I decided to spice things up. 
we knew Eddie was going to want the bottle of Camus and that my uncle Clark and Ellen would want whatever gift that they stole or picked from the pile that they had brought for themselves. Incredible. So that Christmas, everyone arrived to the house and we all secretly stowed our way our gifts as per usual. We started playing. When it was my mom's turn to pick or steal, she decided to steal the bottle of Camus from Eddie. Woohoo! Yeah, baby, that's what it's about. <laughs> And everyone was speechless. No one had ever stolen this from Eddie before. And he reluctantly gave it away and picked another gift. Probably with an evil eye, as my parents say. When it was my Aunt Catherine's turn, the aunt who was married to Eddie, she stole back the bottle of Camus from my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm, little strategy. This is good. This is like what it's all about. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> okay, okay. So my mom decided to steal a food processor from my Uncle Clark and Ellen. The one that they had brought, you know, that the one that they presumably, had brought yes, I'm yep, loving presumably. it. This was unheard of. And you could tell that Ellen was pissed <laughs> because, like you said, this was the food processor that my grandmother had gifted Ellen for her birthday that she brought to receive again because she didn't want to buy a gift for the Yankee swap. She doesn't want to buy and she doesn't want to take. She's not participating in the spirit of the exercise. I'm at, take her food processor. Take take it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Take her food while, while we're at it. <laughs> Note, stating that she didn't want to buy a gift for the Yankee Swap is a total assumption and does not have tangible evidence to hold up in Petty Crimes Court. True. So we're, we're just assuming she didn't. So when it was my turn, I decided to steal the Camus from my Aunt Catherine, which was the, <laughs> which was the third steal so no one could take it from me. <laughs> I was 23, and even though I did drink wine, I didn't really have the palate to appreciate this kind of wine. I stole it out of pettiness, and I felt proud. At the end of the night, Ellen did end up stealing the food processor back. <laughs> On the ride home, my family and I felt we had done our duty of rocking the boat and making the game more fair. The yearly Yankee swap had continued to go on, but this friendly family activity has turned into a game of alliances, stealing out of spite, regifting what you don't want, and most recently, deciding when you want to follow the rules or not. For instance, during the Yankee swap of 2022, Eddie, who usually brought and ended up with a bottle of Camus wine, decided to bring a box of Bonanza, in parentheses, a cheaper red wine sold by Camus Vineyards that he chose. So a box of wine. And she means a box of wine bottles. Yes. Except yes. When, when someone had tried to steal his box of 12 bottles, he just refused to give it up. Oh. <laughs> The rules did not apply to him. He picked this gift and he was not going to let someone else take it. But he did he bring it or did. <laughs> yeah, he brought it. Oh, my God. OK, OK, whatever. Yeah. OK, perfect. So I'm glad you have I'm glad you have some uh, some heat. <laughs> Although mm. I was annoyed and my desire to be petty was once again ignited. I stole the Sono speaker, which is fucking crazy, <laughs> from my cousin instead and decided to hold my grudge until the next year. <laughs> Mm -hmm. rounding home on this we are about to go into the yankee swap of 2023 the price point is once again 75 dollars. so kira and griff how would you play the game looking forward to your commentary and thoughts if you pick this one let me know if there are any additional elaboration that is needed xoxo audrey this is a good one thank you i selected this and thank you for submitting this audrey because this isn't like you know you put sheets on the floor, I steal a sock and I tumble dry it on high and then I, you know, cut you on your bed shams. This is a very like, like kind of simple crime. A lot of us understand the concept of the game, 
But I, for that reason, I want to know where all of our petty criminals, including you, Kira, stand on White Elephant and Yankee Swap. Yes. In the I form, have thoughts and I'm so cool. ready to go in. And we'll hear those thoughts strung out across these seven verdict questions. Let's go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Is Great Aunt Frances guilty of ending the $25 gift when people turn 25? No. Great Aunt Frances, may she rest in peace, is perfect. And I love a, a cigarette smelly card with 25 bucks <laughs> in it. It's, it's perfect. Okay, work. Now, is Audrey's family guilty for setting the price point of the Yankee Swap at $75? No. Oh, I think okay. I think that is hysterical. <laughs> also, like they've mentioned their family is a little bit materialistic. They like their stuff. Yeah. And they've put this game in to replace traditional gift giving, which was getting to be too much. So to me, oh. it makes sense that they set a high price point because you should be going home with something a little bit nice because that's you should be going home with something you're excited about. You're you're leaving with one, hopefully nice gift. OK, I completely forgot that context. So that makes total sense. I understand that ruling because on my end, before I was thinking of that, I was like, damn, locking in it at 75 every year. And I forgot that it's just a singular present. I'm like thinking that like you're doing one for every person, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. I guess if it's just being diluted to just this game as the gift giving $75, you know, not everyone can afford a single $75 gift, but it seems like this family can. Yeah. And it's, it's replacing what you probably were spending more money the other way. So I'm oh not freak. I'm not freaked out by the $75 price point. Okay, perfect. And you had, you had kind of like bubbled about this earlier because it's a $75 gift. I th- pettiness, you know, is most more likely to come out of it because it's valuable. Yeah. Like at my family's Yankee swap, there is one like a hat that has like rabbit ears attached. It's like a, a tri-corner like colonial hat with rabbit ears attached that like is in it every <laughs> oh, year. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, so there's a candle, there's cookies, there's it's little stuff. And you do actually go like, I want that. Like I'm going to yeah. take, you know, and like it's fun to watch my Grammy steal <laughs> like basically a plastic gun that is a vacuum for bugs like that's like a, which was like the most notable steal of last year like that is but it's not about the stuff at all really it's about the memory of watching Robbie's little eyes as my Grammy steals a plastic gun that is a vacuum for bugs <laughs> fair enough okay so needless to say regardless if it's a $75 price point or like a 20 or 10 I think human nature is still gonna like you want something and, and that's the okay. fun of the game. I think you should lean in, not lean out. And I'm taking okay, issue with some of these family members in this crime today that are leaning out. Okay, perfect. I think we will get to that. Next one. Are Audrey's family members guilty of contributing gifts that they personally want? Just the contribution contribution of it. Mm, <sighs> I don't think. Mm, mm. I'm going to say yes. Ever okay. so slightly. Because it's one thing to contribute a gift that you're like, honestly, I would want this. I think this gift is good Mm -hmm. versus this gift is literally mine. It is unacceptable (laughs) for it to go home with anyone but me. Well, well put, period. That's it. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, then kind of part B to that. (laughs) 
Are Audrey's family members guilty of choosing the gifts that they contributed? Yes. For, for the reason you kind of just explained, right? Because it's not about what you're going to get. Oh, is it? <laughs> it kind of is. I don't know. No, no. I think. No, I don't think it is. Okay. If, if you were you. to ask me what the like objective of this whole game is, to me, it's not to go home with something good. It's to wreak havoc. Okay. <laughs> okay. In like a fun family bonding, well-meaning way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to take something from, like you. it's all fun. It's that's yep. that's the point of the game. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. And to your point, when you when you per, when you intentionally buy a gift that you are so invested in, it takes mm-hmm. away from that kind of the chaos of it. Right. Because it's now become strategic and very linear. It's like I have to end up with this, uh, you know, Nalgene water bottle that's gold, golden, whatever plated. Because I brought it and I want it versus like, oh, this is a gift that I do like and I could use, but like, I'm not tethered to it. I mean, basically what has happened is a couple members of the family are not actually playing the game at all. (laughs) Yeah. And so they've like, they're not participating. They're not having fun. They're not stealing and getting things stolen. They're taking their bottle of wine that they came with, which also then you're not even experiencing a surprise. It's like the whole point of this thing is to enjoy the company of family. I'm, and you're bah humbug. (laughs) Bah humbug. All right, three more and we're getting to, you'll be able to like fully rule, I think with the last one and let it all out. I want it, I want it to be, I want it to be powerful. But first, are Audrey's family members guilty of teaming up in this game? I, or for example, Alex steals a gift that he knows that you want so that at least you can have something if his gift was stolen. So the, no. the strategy of teaming. Okay. You said no. I love alliances no. across households. Powerful. <laughs> it's giving game, game of Thrones. All right. Second to last is Audrey guilty of stirring the pot and stealing gifts from people that self-selected. No. Exactly. She is not only not guilty, she yeah. receives a badge of honor from the Petty Crimes <laughs> Court for a rare badge of honor for the correct application of petty behavior so as to improve the quality of life of all civilians. <laughs> okay. Wow. Audrey, big day for you. And just yeah, so she's, clear, she's so, so, so not guilty. Yeah. If anything, she's like jump starting the actual game. Right. And she's, she's calling like, she's is... calling people's bluff like, yeah. hey, 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 you brought a bottle of wine for yourself and you plan to bring it home for yourself, which means you didn't bring anything fun or exciting or surprising for anyone else to experience and to like put in the mix of the game. So I'm going to call your bluff and I'm going to take it. Absolutely. And with that being said, our final verdict question mm-hmm. is Uncle Eddie Guilty of not giving up a gift when someone steals it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For everything you just said. If you don't want to play the game. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Then, like, if you're just going to bring a bottle or a box of wine that you have every intention of taking home for yourself, and you're so <laughs> hardened to that. Not just like, like, my dad brings a bottle of wine to the Yankee Swap every year. But he doesn't plan for it to come home with himself. He will yeah, steal it. Yeah. But he's not hardened to the idea that it's coming home with him. To the that extent where he won't I, give I it take, up. 
Yeah, that's where I'm taking issue. Like, he knows it's a hot ticket item. It goes in the mix. That's the whole point. And he didn't put any effort in and neither do any of the rest of us, really. Yeah. But I would rather you put a hundred dollar bill in an envelope. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. If you or something. Or a Venmo. Or 10 lottery tickets. Yeah. That's always a hot one. Something. Oh, that's fun. That, yeah. Then to just be like, I brought a bottle of wine and it's coming home with me. Like, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I love that song. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not in the spirit of the game. It's not even in the spirit of gift giving, which, you know, is tied to the holidays. I hear your points, Kara. I, t- I agree with and, you on that one. And I just feel like the point of a Yankee swap, whether the price point is 75 bucks or five bucks, the point of the game is to pay the, play the game. The point yeah. is it doesn't really matter what you go home with or yeah. what you brought. Okay. I, I tend to agree. Petty criminals, with all of that said, let us know what you think and maybe how your family plays or if you if you don't play, how you would. Yeah, I think this one's a really good kind of like level understanding crime so people will be able to sound off hard on it because mm-hmm. I'll also funny. say like this is less I feel like we've had more objective crimes this one is really pretty opinion bound so these are my opinions and that's all we can ask for Kira and we're we appreciate them and um Eddie you're the guiltiest Audrey expect your badge in six to seven business days <laughs> <laughs> thanks Kira <laughs> Good job, Griff. Love that. Kira, gifting season is upon us. Yes, it is. And whether that means gifting for all the petty criminals in your life or for yourself, Hello Adorn Jewelry has the holiday magic. And to make gifting even easier, they've thoughtfully curated gift guides for everyone on your list. The job is basically done for you, you little lazy lizard. (laughs) And I particularly love their faves under 50 section on this guide because we are what, Kira? Oh God, frugal poodles. Where they have their best-selling tiny twist earrings and i also love their layering chains and if you can't pick pieces or if you leave it too late that hello adorn digital gift card can do wonders hint hint and as always hello adorn jewelry is handmade in eau claire wisconsin never plated and is life proof get fast shipping extend holiday 60-day returns and exchanges plus free shipping on orders over a hundred dollars shop the gift shop at helloadorn.com petty and use code minimal for 10 percent off your first order that's h-e-l-l-o A-D-O-R-N dot com slash petty with code minimal. Gift great, stay petty. Spray painting your child's colorful Christmas toys to match your face. Oh, we got to intro the segment. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hello, hello, criminal or minimal. Hello, okay. (laughs) Our last criminal or minimal of the year, Kira. Yeah, but whatever. whatever the, the, well, then by now they fucking get it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. But yeah, who cares? Who cares about celebrating a year, a year of criminal minimals or work? <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We're going to give everyone, since it's Christmas, we're going to give a big bag of presents in the form of criminal or minimals. And Kira finally is going to start it off. <laughs> Spray painting your child's colorful Christmas toys to match your beige aesthetic. Criminal or minimal? <laughs> the beige again. Um, <laughs> that's next level. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say criminal 
you know, if it's your house is one thing, how you want to decorate it. But like, I feel like kids learn from so much, like from like playing with such like dynamic, colorful things. Uh And I think that mentality encourages them to see things in general more diversely. So like maybe don't spray everything beige, Mm -hmm. the color that is white. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Didn't expect that answer, did (laughs) you? I didn't, but I point well taken. Okay. And light of our crime submitted by multiple people, criminal or minimal regifting. Minimal. Oh, okay. Said emphatically. We live on a planet with finite resources. We don't oh. need to keep buying and buying and buying. That's honestly such a fair perspective. You don't get to regift trash, but if it's a nice thing, who cares where it came from? Okay, fair. <laughs> regift, don't recycle. Or no, but do both, I guess. Um, my liberal sister getting me, a liberal, a Trump sweater to troll me because I couldn't get mad in front of our conservative parents, criminal or minimal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Talk about like you said, interfamily allegiances. And to borrow your phrasing, re white elephant slash Yankee swap, minimal because of the chaos. Mm -hmm. It's funny. funny. Yeah. And honestly, like, come on. You're not going to react, but like your conservative parents are also going to look at it and be like, I get it. Like, yeah, it's, it's not I a mean, subtle, did you, it's not a subtle. Dig. Did you inadvertently make a small campaign donation? Like, I do believe so, <gasps> oh. but it's funny <laughs> for the bit. Who cares? <laughs> that is that's tea. Like, where is that? Because I know that our 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 mugs, when we get a you know, whatever, 20 bucks, <laughs> they go to us. So the equivalent is probably going to Trump. So jokes on her. Oh, criminal or minimal colored lights submitted by the underscore Brie underscore MD. Neither criminal nor minimal. Just perfect. Yeah. I grew up with a bunch of colored lights in my house. <laughs> that was not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, criminal or minimal eggnog. Oh, yeah. I remember this from last year. Um, For me, mm-hmm. totally minimal. And I love it. However, Boom. I wouldn't necessarily like if I'm going somewhere, it's like a party or having people over my like one alcoholic drink that I make as the host would not be eggnog based because I know some people hate it. Totally. You have to provide an alternate. Yeah. You like eggnog too, right? Yeah, we do. It's one of the things that bonds us. (laughs) Like truly the only thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love eggnog. (laughs) Oh, submitted by Lecar Neil 16 opening all the advent calendar on one day. (laughs) Um, you get to do it at the end if you've forgotten, but opening it all on the first day, don't blow your loads, sister. Criminals, Jesus. <laughs> Excuse me. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's safe to do them one at a time. If you can, if you can. Merry Christmas. Don't blow your load. <laughs> Matching family pajamas, adults and children. Family pick 20 plus people. Criminal or minimal? <laughs> Um, minimal, but uh, sorry, it's basic. (laughs) (laughs) I like the effort. It's fun. You're like a team, literally your family, but like, come on. It's totally cute. But if it's like, if they're candy cane PJs and then the next year they're reindeer PJs and then the next year they're like moose and a scarf PJs, I love it, but I doubt you're wearing them except for that day. I don't know. Maybe. 
Yeah, fair enough. Oh, it'd be kind of cute to like have a just like a I guess you'd have to size up as kids grow, but like a singular wear every year kind of print pajama. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, like a themed one every year is a little bit excessive, I think, especially for like 30 plus people or whatever. Yeah, but it is. It's as totally well just minimal. Just like, it's just a little bit basic. I'm with you. Yeah. We always got pajamas on Christmas Eve, but they were always never like did my siblings and I have matching sets. It, they were always like individual. Someday we'll need to explore more deeply on this podcast. The difference between matchy matchy families and not matchy matchy families, because it's a core difference. Interesting. I think that's so true. And just a little teaser of my opinion on that. Very briefly, our family is not like visually matchy matchy. So I think if if my parents had tried to like do that more, it would have been just like, this is a little force. Let's celebrate that we're all adopted and different and like, just like totally. don't force it, you know? So, you know, Hunted. that's just how I see it. But every family's different. Criminal or minimal, never having seen love actually. Submitted by Killian Murphist, who I think is Killian Murphy. So hi. I have to say criminal. <sighs> I've never seen it. <gasps> <laughs> oh, there's the criminal gasp. So yeah. Before the start of next season, Griff, you and our friend Killian will watch <laughs> Love Air, actually. And you got to tell me what you think. Griff, you're going to love it. My God, did you just set me up on a date? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Finally. Killian, hope, hope that works for you. You do have someone in your network that I uh, do very much find cute. Oh. No? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Criminal or minimal. Wrapping a gift in a used pasta box so you don't have to buy a box. (laughs) (laughs) Submitted by Sarah Lopez. Minimal. I love it. (laughs) All right. One more for you. One more for me. And then we'll let everyone get some Christmas sleep. Yeah. yeah. After this, everybody can go to bed. Um... Imagine if our podcast like aired at like 11.58 p.m. and we just like, force people to stay up. Um, Waiting till March to take down your tree, criminal or minimal. Oh, gosh. Um, Before this year, I would have said criminal. But now that I am staying here for the holidays and I've put effort into decorating like in my apartment, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to take this down as soon as Christmas is done. I've put work in and I still haven't put my tree up. So I'm going to say minimal. Ooh. Yeah, March, I think when the like the snow starts to thaw, maybe like toss the tree out or like put it back in the sure, closet. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, one more. This one's tailored to you, Kira. Criminal or minimal, putting a red nose and antlers on your cat. Criminal. Have you ever done that with Lady Bird or McFly? They've gotten a bow tie on and that's about it. Mm. And even that, that went badly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the antlers aren't going to stay on a cat's head, are they? No way. No way, Jose. All right, Kira. Well, it's been a lovely season with you. I can't believe this is the last episode of our second season. And um, I'm excited for the new year and what's to come. And what a, just what a year. What a year. I love you, Griff. Love you too. Thank you, Petty Criminals, for continuing to listen and support us. We truly, like, truly could not do this without you. And... We're really excited to continue to grow with you in the new year and continue to sprinkle pettiness throughout our worlds. See you in 2024. Until next year. Stay petty. Stay petty.